I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary ideas. What makes a genius? Some combination of inspiration, perspiration, and talent? Or is a genius someone with strong intention and a heightened ability to focus on a subject? Probably all of these factors are true for the genius who produces one great masterpiece, maybe a book or a work of art. But what about the prolific genius who is driven to the edge of insanity over and over again? These geniuses appear to be obsessed with some invisible energy that demands to be expressed. In the movie Amadeus, Mozart appears to be mad, wildly driven by the music that thunders through his brain. The scene I remember most is of Mozart lying on the floor, reaching up to the harpsichord keys and playing like a madman, hysterical, driven, and finally exhausted. Although Mozart died at 35, during his lifetime, he wrote more music than most composers who live a very long life. Mozart was a child prodigy writing his first symphony at age eight. He's famous for scores of classical music, including several operas. And then there's Rudolf Steiner, social reformer, architect, and occultist who lectured and wrote prolifically on drama, dance, farming, and education, being especially remembered for founding Waldorf Education, and biodynamic farming, the inspiration for today's organic farming. His work covers 300 volumes of lectures, 40 volumes of books, essays, and plays, and 25 volumes of drawings. How could one person produce so much in one lifetime? And then, of course, there's Bob Dylan, regarded as perhaps the greatest singer-songwriter of all times. He's performed over 3,000 live performances and cut over 40 record albums. In 2016, he was awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature for, quote, having created new poetic expressions within the great American song tradition. I thought I'd like to have a book of all of his lyrics so I could check them out for myself. But I learned that I would have to read several volumes weighing a total of 13 pounds. So instead, I settled for reading his autobiography, Chronicles, Volume 1. What a mind-bender. Now I understand Dylan, the poet, and why he got the Nobel Prize. How does one person accomplish so much? In their personal interviews and writings, Mozart, Steiner, and Dylan allude to being compelled by some unknown force, a power which gave them direction, sometimes for these three, like riding a wild horse and holding on for dear life. Dylan says that often the songs were just there, like ripe fruit demanding to be picked. They simply presented themselves from who knows where. Ancients would call this force a person's diamond, something like a spiritual guide who pushes you in the right direction, sort of an intermediary between a mortal and God. You could think of this as a guardian angel, but if you listen to Bernardo Castrop's YouTube on his diamond, he says it isn't protecting him. It's telling him which way he's meant to go, and he knows from his experience that ignoring this advice is always to his detriment.
In Philip Pullman's books, His Dark Materials, the villain's goal is to sever every child from their diamond, making them spiritually dead. In our present culture, do we unintentionally do this to ourselves? Although each of us may not be a Dylan, a Mozart, or a Steiner, I believe we each have a diamond which guides us to be powerful creators. And perhaps if we were more aware of this power, well, who knows what might happen. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening.